Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, we are here for Berwick BMW. Josh Jenkins and Adam Cooney in the house here at Kedinia Park, home of the uh, champion cats, Adam. But... The man who is about to join us for the next 40 minutes, we can't afford him for an hour anymore, so we've just got him for 40 minutes, is the 2010 NBL MVP. He is uh, the face of the NBL when it comes to promoting and marketing the sport. His name is Corey Homicide-Williams, and he joins us in the house. Corey, good afternoon. Fellas, what's going on, man? Well, we're just uh, cruising. Apologies we couldn't make it up the highway. There's been some traffic issues of late, and uh, we both live down here, so we thought you could have come down here and hung out with us, to be honest. I'll be coming down here soon enough. Oh. They'd love you down here, Corey. No doubt. Where y'all at? Geelong? Geelong. G-Town. Yo, man, listen. Shout out to Geelong. They got an incredible Jamaican restaurant down there, too. Really? I mean, it's so good. I usually go every Sunday down there. Um, Well, For the food. This is... Let's just. Um, They've been there for back. years, over like fifteen years or something like that. Well, where, I've, I've where also. Is it? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 West Geelong. Can no, we just? That's near me. Just far me, from my hood, Adam. Just no give doubt. Me a here. Just give me a moment because Corey and I have been. Uh, we were teammates at the Crocs. He was a star, and I was uh, the towel waver. Uh, that was in two thousand and seven. I've been living in Geelong for a couple of years. You've been <laughs> coming down every Sunday. Um, <laughs> At what stage, how many years in, were you thinking about giving me a buzz and saying, do you want to come for dinner? I had no idea you lived in Geelong. I knew you played for them. I didn't know you lived there. Where, where, where did you think I would live? In I don't know. I thought maybe in Melbourne. Melbourne, oh. right, you know, in the suburbs of something. All right, I'll give you a pass. Thank I'll give you, you a sir. pass. Thank uh, you. But uh, the next time you come down, just, you know, a little text. Facts. I will definitely do that. Um, hey, what about the Phoenix? What is Dude. going on with the Phoenix? Losing to the Brisbane Bullets, my goodness gracious me. Oh, man. Um, what I'm going to say is this. Uh, obviously, it's never easy when you're riddled with multiple injuries at the yes. same time, right? So they went on this five-game skid, and fortunately for them at the time, they have done such great work early in the year. They did not slip out of the top six with the five-game losing streak. That means you've done your work early. However, the band got back together, and this team is 10-3 and three with that starting five intact. They come in, play against Brisbane, and lose. And to me, that game is going to be the game that costs them a berth in the finals. Oh, it's a big call. So you mentioned the injuries. I mean, we, spoke, we were supposed to speak to Ryan Brockoff yesterday, but we, we couldn't unfortunately catch up with him. He has just got back on the floor. Uh, what what have you seen from them? You mentioned they're on a five-game losing streak. You did mention the injuries. But what have you seen? What, what What is not happening for them at the moment? Mitch Creek still playing well? Creek's still hooping. You know, Creek's going to be Creek. That He's always going to put up, you know, solid numbers across the board. But... It was literally, they may have thought that this was just going to be an easy game. You just rock up, you know, Brisbane is pretty much in dead last. 
eighth, ninth, ninth, tenth place, same thing. So it's going to be an easy win, and Brisbane wanted it more. You know, Aaron Baines wasn't, wasn't even on the court but for 16 minutes, something like that, something crazy like that. And Jason Kadee tore them to shreds, and they just they just couldn't get it done on the other end. But defensively, it was really disappointing. Really was, especially for a game that is a must-win. The ladder is so tight. With that loss, that gives you're just resuscitating Melbourne United's chances, and they're over there seven out of eight wins. So any of you guys, I get caught get caught slipping. We're sliding right in, and that's exactly what they've done. They've turned their season around. Well, we'll we'll talk about Melbourne United in a moment because they are they are rolling. They are, uh, as you said, seven from eight. Uh, they're healthy, uh, and they're getting healthier, and they're getting more in sync at the right time of the season. They're a dangerous team. No one wants to see them right here, right now. I want to ask you, Corey, about uh, the teams, you know, the two Melbourne teams. They have to leave their home arena at this point because of the Australian Open, and we understand it takes precedence, and we accept it for what it is. But in terms of the league as a whole, these two teams having to leave their, their home arenas for you know, the next couple of weeks, it, it has to be considered and accepted as a pretty significant competitive disadvantage, right? Nope. Do your work early. How many home games do you have at home early? Yes, but... No, 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 no. No, no, yes, but you're at home early. They have lost like five out of their first seven at home. Whose fault is that? Well, what about the fact, you know, they played out at the State Basketball Centre, which I'm sure is a fantastic facility. Don't come at me about that. They played a game in Terrellgan, so they're having to make up a couple of home games at, at, at other venues. It's got to be considered a disadvantage, does it not? Not at all, because New Zealand's okay. doing it. Okay. You know what I mean? You got to win. You're still no on excuse. home soil. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're still in your state. Yeah. You know, so I don't buy that. Like, show up and get it done. This, that's a must-win game. Okay. Grab uh, them by the throat. You're yes. not winning. That's how Should we get beating, down with that one. Beating Brisbane anyway, shouldn't they? 100%. Probably. Okay. And you fully right. loaded and healthy? Come on, man. No excuses, bro. We don't do that. That's why you were the MVP and I was on the bench. Uh, Adam, go. <laughs> Melbourne United, they're rolling, as you oh. mentioned. JJ, uh, South East Melbourne, they let that game slip and then Melbourne jump ahead of them without even having to play a game. You said they might be too far back. You'll, no one factored in South East Melbourne losing to the Phoenix. Can they do some damage now? They, they're rolling. You know, I'm, I'm one of those guys that, Adam, first of all, nice T-shirt. That's a legendary T. Thank you. Um, records. No doubt. Um, you play different, I talk different. That's always been how I am, right? So I could be off you and say, you're not making it, you're not making You know what? They're making it. And, you know, and the way they're playing at both ends, I'm talking Melbourne United, it's seriously impressive. They're locking up on D, and they're getting everything they want on offense. Let me tell you the best thing that happened for them. First half of the year, they did not have Shaley. Shaley comes back. Steadies the ship, and this team is ascending, right? Marcus Lee, this guy's a rim protector, and all you got to do is go to the basket. The defense is going to rotate because of the Melbourne United being able to penetrate. Just throw it up to the rim. He's finishing it easy. Easy. Mm. But the most important thing, CG43 has been the constant all year. Here's the thing. 
Ray John Tucker is now hitting the three ball. What does that do? Defense can't play off him now, and it stretches the floor. You got to come out and play him at that three. But what does he really want to do? Penetrate and get to the rack. So if he's able to do that, right, the defense has to rotate. He can finish in traffic or just throw it up to Marcus Lee. Swing it to the other side. Chris Goulin can hit the three hard closeout. He can also put the ball on the deck. When the defense rotate, what do you do? Throw it up to Marcus Lee. Xavier Rathon May. Like, they all can shoot and penetrate. That is hard for defenses to keep them in front of them because there's a breakdown somewhere on the perimeter, right? Outside of the Sydney Kings, they can beat anybody. Home or away. That team is a team you do not want to face right now. I, uh, I agree. Uh, before we get to the 4.30 news, I want to ask you about the, the, the 36ers because they're sitting third last, right? They're eighth on the ladder. They're 11 wins, <sighs> a lot of 12 hype. losses, a lot of hype. Uh, we know what happened with Craig Randall. We understand all that, but they bring in Ian Clark. He, he, should, be, uh, he should be basically in sync and in flow with them by now. Uh, Franks has been up and down, probably more up than down. Cleveland, I think, has been outstanding. I want to ask you, Corey, because you were a a point guard. You are a floor general. Is is Mitch McCarron, can he can he get them into their stuff enough? Can he organize them enough? Because they seem to play a lot of offensive basketball where it's your turn, then it's my turn, and no one's moving. I'm going to tell you where all this thing starts. Their defense stinks. Okay. Okay? okay. They give up 90-plus points per game. You're not beating nobody. You will not have a winning record in this league if you cannot defend. How can the team, you know, you have Antonius Cleveland, reigning defensive player of the year, Sunday Detch defender, Mitch McCarron defender, uh, what's my man, Drimmick, Drimmick defender. How are they giving up 90 points per game? How? Forget the offense and getting them in sync. How are you giving up all those points? Craig Randall's gone. You know, me. Can't blame him. Egg all on my face. Right. Exactly. Who are you blaming now? Yeah. I said at one point, this team, literally, the best trio ever in the history of the NBL, based off what I saw them do in the NBA. So that trio pointing, was crazy. You and pointing did, your finger at the coach. I'm not pointing my finger that? at the coach. I'm not. We ain't pointing a finger at the coach for uh, any of them other teams when they lose. I'm not – forget the coach, right? I, I'm not the guy that always coach this, coach that. Nah. That's accountability on themselves. Individually. Man up. What are you here to do? Win a championship or just be okay? They was talking all that stuff early in the year. Mm. All of that stuff. Championship or bust. Well, you're busted. Blow the whole thing up. Blow it up. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you because uh, Blow it up. If, it's, if it's championship or bust at 11 and 12, uh, you ain't winning no championship. Blow it up. So you ain't even making finals. No. Well, they're third last. On Get the them out of here, man. <laughs> All right. That's enough about the 36s. Uh, hopefully our friends listening from Adelaide aren't too Did upset. Too well in the U.S. But preseason. The truth, Again. The, the truth hurts. Uh, no point winning the preseason when you can't win the regular season. Corey's here. All thanks to Ty Power. Nothing but net during the big holiday sale now on. Just head to typehow.com.au. Corey, you just take a little break. You might need to take that hoodie off. You're getting a little hot under the collar. <laughs> Y'all uh, getting me we'll worked get, up in here, man. We'll get to the news. <laughs>
and we'll be back on the other side. Yeah. I don't play football, but I've touched down everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. I don't play baseball, but I've hit a home run. Everywhere, everywhere. Corey, you're a man. Corey Homicide Williams uh, joining us thanks to Taipei. You're a man who uh, knows uh, his music. Are you a Pitbull man? Pitbull's a legend. Shout out to Pitbull. Shout out to the 305. Shout out to M.I.A.O. Uh, are you a fan of uh, Flow Rider? Of course. Shout out to Flow Rider. Shout out to M.I.A.O. <laughs> yes, that's the word. Yes, because uh, well, I got the two confused a little earlier, yes, so uh, I needed to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's all right. Up. It's all right. I can get confused too. Tell me, you know, I don't know. It happens. It happens. It happens. Um, I'm not, you know, that now, savvy in all genres of music. So no we, worries. We spoke earlier about uh, Patty Mills. Only played six minutes. Uh, today he's been getting DNPs, uh, coach's decision too. Not injuries, not nothing else except for the coaches choosing not to play him. Uh, we spoke about the fact that maybe he needs to look at getting out of Brooklyn, whether it's in the trade window or next season or whatever. And then Adam Cooney uh, came up with a very, very fine suggestion that maybe he could come back and do an Andrew Bogut and extend that a little bit. Could he come back? and be the face of an expansion team such as Darwin, Corey? Because we've heard uh, Darwin rumoured to be one of the expansion options. Could that happen? Could that be a possibility? I like it. I mean, Pat, for me, it would be an honour to have Patty Mills back in this league. This, this guy is so special as a human being. Never mind an athlete. Their need, I say it every time that his name gets brought up and I'm, I'm in front of a microphone or a camera, there needs to be a statue, a gold statue being chiseled as we speak of him. That's how important he is to Australia. That's how important he is to sport, to his culture. Um, just He's just that great of a human being. I love him. You know, it's, it's bigger than the game, but obviously you would love him to come back and, and his career. Same thing with Joe Ingram. Same, like, you know how cool it is? Think like when we were playing, right? You, one, there weren't that many Aussies, if any, at the time. Maybe Bogut was active, the only one active when I was in NBL, right? 07 to 2011. Maybe Patty. Maybe. Right? But back then it wasn't even a thought. To when the season was finished, when your career was done, to come home to a place to play like they have with a lot of players that play in Europe, right? But how cool is it to have this league being one of the best leagues in the world outside the NBA in your home country where you can do your uh, victory lap before, you know what I mean, before you sail home? Like that's, that's just beautiful in itself to have this conversation. So you, you you think he would have a massive effect? I'm, I'm not doubting he would have a massive effect on the NBL as a product uh, just by having his name in. But performance-wise, he could play one, two, three really good years on the court. If he came home right now, next year, 100. percent Yo, you don't forget what he just did to, to win the bronze. Yeah. Let's be clear. Yeah, 40 plus. What do you have? 46 or something crazy like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't 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 get it twisted. It's just right now. Look, Kyrie is. Is is Kyrie yeah. right now? Ain't no drama off court and all of that. He hooping for a check. So with that, and you know, what's their winning streak? Did did it stretch out past twelve yet? 
Uh, well, they lost today. They lost to the uh, to the Spurs today, but uh, they have been playing good basketball. Ben Simmons a triple double as well. He didn't. He had 13 assists, but no score the other day. But he had a triple-double today. So, uh, Aussie Ben is starting to get it done as well. Yeah, and that's great for him, man. You know, sometimes... Look, the best thing that happened to Ben Simmons... Quote me on this. Mm-hmm. The best thing that happened to Ben Simmons is that he went to Brooklyn. Not only that, Kyrie is there and KD's there. And between KD saying... I want out of my contract and want to be traded. Either trade the people in the front office or me. It's either me or them. That was so much attention and drama going to that guy, right, to the left of Ben. And then to the right of Ben, obviously, we know everything going on with Kyrie that went on and all of that stuff. He's been flying under the radar, right? It it, it shows you that, you know what, let me just focus on the game. People just, you know, leave me alone for a little bit, and I can – get back to some type of good form. And he's come really, really good. So this is just a, a great thing for him just to get in the right headspace, have the support. Patty's there with him and, you know, the rest of his teammates are supporting him. And, you know, it's just a great look for him. You, you, you mentioned Joe Ingles before and how great it would be for him to come home and, and play in the NBL. And he stated that he does have a, a strong desire to do so. But, Tell you what, the way uh, he played today for the Bucks, no Giannis Santa Tocumpo, didn't matter. Ingles played 31 minutes, so clearly that uh, recovery from the ACL is uh, is on the right path. 15 points, six boards, eight assists. So uh, I don't know where you know you probably played against Joe when he was coming through the ranks, Corey, but um, I didn't think he'd ever make it to the NBA, let alone doing what he's doing now. 15 points and eight assists, and being basically a point forward. I mean. When I played against Joe Ingles, he was with the South Dragons, and he was like 18 years old. He was a baby, and he was super talented, and you know there was mismatch nightmares with him because he was such a tough cover. He could handle the ball, he can get to the rack, and he could shoot the three. So I knew he was he was gonna have. Uh, I knew he was super talented, and he'd have a shot. But it's great to see that um, you know slow mo Joe still hooping, had a long run and a successful one. He's uh, doing his thing. Joe Ingles, I think he's the oldest player that's ever played in the NBA in terms of an Australian at 35. Slowest too? Uh, probably. Uh, your word's not mine. Corey, we're going to get to a break. I want to I want to circle back to the NBL because uh, your Perth Wildcats, Corey, yes, your <laughs> Perth Wildcats have uh, made an interesting personnel move you know, about two, three weeks ago, and it seems to have changed the fortunes let's talk about it. of their season. So let's get to a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk Perth Wildcats. Uh, Corey Homicide Williams is our guest. He's joining us all the way through to 5 p.m. We're talking uh, a lot of MBL. We've got uh, Adam Cooney wants to throw something a little left field uh, in Homicide's direction shortly. But the Perth Wildcats, Corey, uh, don't look now, but they are only a half game out of the top four. Uh, they've made, or they did make, uh, a significant roster move. A lot of people said they need size, they need rebounding, uh, they need another big guy to help to Sean Thomas. But they went and got Ty Webster, a playmaker, a guy who likes to have the ball in his hands, and it seems to have worked wonders. What's been your read on on that situation? Well, for me, um, I commend rookie NBL rookie coach John Riley on that move. What the move I'm talking about is sitting Blanchfield down, and sitting Norton down. I don't know if people really understand how much pressure John really would be under 
coaching a club as successful as the Perth Wildcats, especially coming off of a season where they did not make finals. That's some serious pressure. Whether you want to admit it or not, whether he feels it or not, but you do not want to be the new coach coming in and not make finals. So goes back to players that I got to rock with who's delivering. And if you ain't showing up, come sit down next to me. I would have done that way earlier, to be honest with you. But um, that's not usually how things usually go. Not in a not in Australian hoops. Usually you'll ride out with the players whether, you know, they're they're doing bad or fair, you know what I mean, and lose. You'll lose with them. Not really. Really it's like, look here, you not giving me what I need, come sit next to me. And I respect that. And they're getting the results because of that. I want to ask you, because they've got a, a really tough weekend uh, this weekend. They play Friday and Sunday. Uh, they've got the Kings in Perth on Friday night. Uh, Payback. Thursday. Who's who's winning that thing? I got Perth for the win. Oh, hello. Yo, listen, man. Sydney ain't just going to run the table like that. Like, I, I, I know they've been doing it all year, but they're due for a loss. Well, they are. Uh, Schedule and loss. They, and they may uh, they may just a little get right loss just to keep This is what I'm saying. Like, yo, let me let y'all know. And then this one on Sunday is massive. Massive. Two o'clock Sunday. Do not miss this game. Uh, Southeast Melbourne hosting Perth. This is a huge game. Uh, who wins this one, please? Look, I have lost all faith in Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. You're done with them? I'm done with them. Okay. Wipe them. It's over. For me, I just don't see them getting back in. Like, they lit... They have to win out to get back into finals. They play Sydney. They play Perth. They play Jack Jumpers tonight. And they play uh, Cairns. You know, those are all, that's basically like it is. three out the top four. And you want to play a, a, a team playing well right now? Cotton coming to town? Good luck with that. Can they, can they pin, can, what if they pinch it tonight? What if they pinch the game against Tassie? They got to win out. Okay. They they okay. literally have to win out. This is a huge they man, they, they lose tonight. I'm going crazy in that house. I hope that for, for my sake, for the you know, the man's house I'm renting. I don't want to, you know, break a wall or something <laughs> like that. You know. But uh it is huge ramifications uh with them. Please don't do that. There's also there's some big free agents coming out of contract at the end of the NBA season. Some big free agents in the NBL, but there is one free agent that yes. I want to talk about, possibly the biggest name of all, and that is yourself. You are on Agent Watch. You've had meetings with five to six agents over the last few days. Can you give us an insight, an update to where your management status lies, please? Man, I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> so today... uh. I had my first meeting today. I have another meeting tomorrow. I had a really good meeting today. And, um, you know, I just got to do my due diligence. I never had management my first six years because I didn't want one. I really just wanted to make sure that um, I've gotten enough experience underneath my, my belt for life after the game. I've added um, a certain amount of value with what I've been doing uh, with my career post um, basketball, and I've 
you know, um, I've done the Olympics. I went to World Cup. You know, Tokyo Olympics was epic. I was at the COVID Olympics. How many people can say that? Covering, you know, sports. So uh, I think it's time now. You know, I'm coming out of contract this this year after this season. And um, let's just see, uh, you know, what lies ahead. And I just want management now. I just know how, how the game goes. And this is how the game goes, you know, as former athletes. It's like this, like, you don't have value. It's hard to sell you. You know what I mean? It's a hard. It's hard to move you, right? It's hard to move the talent, the product, whatever you want to call it. So I just wanted to make sure I gave myself um, enough time to feel that you know I add value, and you know just go in there and have someone representing you that that feels the same and that could um, build new relationships and open up new doors throughout Austra- uh, Asia Pacific. And so far, um, one for one, the conversation was really, really good today and um you know we'll see what happens come to first i'll i'll make watch a decision this watch this okay. space for you sure. might be able to announce it uh, on our be a lebron show. type <laughs> announcement i think well we'll be the we'll announcement on, live on espn <laughs> we'll have to have handed the reins back to gazy and andy Corey's taking his talents to liam pickering <laughs> uh let's get our last break out of the way uh we are getting ever so close to the five o'clock news which is when uh, we run out of funds to be able to afford you, at Corey. So you're here for Tire Power, where three-pointers are worth four Kumo tyres. Buy three, get one free at Tire Power. Quick break and just a tiny smidge bit more of Homicide before five o'clock. Uh, we're approaching uh, the five o'clock news. Corey Homicide Williams has joined us for the past 40 or so minutes. Corey, you're a man who uh, likes to just sort of step out and about and get to a few different uh, places. Uh, the Australian Open. Will we be seeing you uh, get down to Melbourne Park and take in some tennis? Yeah, definitely. I was there uh, last week. I went to the premiere. Last week, funny enough, last week when I was on the phone with you, um, mm. we went to see the ah, premiere, the, Netflix. the yes. Netflix series Breakpoint. Yeah, so um, it was epic. The episode they showed was obviously Nick, Nick Kyrgios, mm. and... Uh, it was, that was epic. That was great. That was a great episode to start with. Obviously, in Australia, what better episode to start with than Nick? The uh, the music means we've got to get up out of here, but uh, who's, that's who's, your cue who's to Pickering? Get who's Pickering? Just, quickly. <laughs> he's my manager. Hey, oh, quickly. yeah? You like him? Yeah, he's good. He's How good long have you been with him? Uh, a few years now. You said yeah. he never okay. rings you back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just takes my money. He's got a few things in the pipeline for me, though, in 2023, so I'm happy with that. Uh, We appreciate your uh, time, Corey. As always, we'll speak to you again next week. Later.